Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody, I'm LeVar Ball, and I've got a secret. No, 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 no. My name is Fred Wallen, along with Tom Hofarth. We're here on Believe, and uh, we're going to talk sports business Los Angeles and sports media Los Angeles. But, Tom, I've got news that I guess we're seven or eight weeks into the new year. I don't know if we're going to be able to top this the rest of the year, but LeVar Ball has indicated here in Southern California that the big baller brand is back. (laughs) Now, I've got three pairs of shoes at $495 a piece. No, actually, folks, I used to buy Keds for $10 a piece when I was a kid. But, Tom, how many pairs of big baller basketball shoes do you have? I, darn it, you know, I always I always thought I could get a good deal at some uh, eBay consignment thing, but I, I never found the pair that I wanted. Plus, um, I, I just I just don't trust them. I just don't trust them. They're going to blow apart, and they're going to, and I, I just don't want to deal with that. So I'll stick with my PF Flyers. All right, let me ask you, man, uh, since we're talking basketball, uh, look at Magic Johnson, as good as, good as uh, Lonzo was in his one year at UCLA, why would you ever want to deal with Lonzo? Because you know you're going to have to deal with LeVar. And so they were able to deal him to New Orleans, and then the question again would come up, why would New Orleans want him if you got to deal with Lavar? But but Lonzo's actually playing well this year, so I don't know. I mean, has he separated from his dad, or is he, I mean, is he staying away from him? Or what's going on? I don't know. I always thought that his dad was kind of, you know, kind of lurking over him in a lot of ways. Maybe it was good to get some distance, but um, it, it's not surprising except that the fact that he's never really had a, a nice, healthy season. So in the time when the Lakers drafted him and. You know, Magic was proclaim, proclaiming him to break all of his records and all that stuff, which was just a huge burden to put on his shoulders on top of it. Um, maybe he'd found some freedom that he needed, and it was probably better that, you know, he, he moved on elsewhere because th- this this whole idea of talking things into existence, talking all three ball brothers to play for the Lakers someday just seems so ridiculous. And we, we I think we were all better off when we didn't hear things regularly from pops spouting off <laughs> and and i don't know how we're much going to be much better now i i it, it just seems like he lacks a lot of um attention and he needs to get attention and it's and it's too bad because he you know he becomes the poster child for every horrible parent in spalden sports um but you know i i i wish lavar well but I just don't think it's going to happen because he can't get out of his own way. <laughs> Folks, $495, chump change. Hey, this is uh, Believe. He's Tom Hofarth. I'm Fred Wallen. Uh, we'd love your emails, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Tom Hofarth, you're upset with something going on as far as Houston Astros and Major League Baseball. What might you be upset with? Well, I understand why people are upset about the whole cheating thing, and and they're upset that they do, there does not seem to be a just penalty that's being uh, put down right now. That no players have been suspended. 
It's just the team has taken a $5 million hit, which is like a middle infielder. It's no big deal. And they had to put their manager and GM on, on suspensions, which were later shown to be, you know, they were fired for it. But Las Vegas was putting some odds out at how many times the over and under would be on Houston Astral players getting hit by pitches. And it might seem kind of funny at the beginning, but it's it's to put this idea out there and to have people start supporting this idea of doing harm to other players based on the fact they cheated and, and getting an eye for an eye and all these things. I mean, there's all kinds of biblical ways you can look at this, whether, you know, you're, 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 you're he who casts the first stone. But to my point was, I you know, I don't want to see another Dickie Thon. I don't want to see another Tony Clinigliero. I sure as heck don't want people to to look up Ray Chapman's demise and see what happened there. And those were all unintentional. And to think that Houston Astro players are going to get thrown at, okay, I understand how baseball works. You know, back in the 50s and 60s, you, you understood when Don Drysdale was going to come inside and retaliate for something. And that was part of the code back then. But this, all, all this is now is it's a whole different game. It's a whole different world. And there's much, much better ways and safer ways to, to find justice in this. I, I'd always advocated, you know, vacating the title in 2017, just like so many other college football teams have had to vacate titles. They seem to live with it, you know, it, with the asterisk. I mean, here baseball has vacated the whole World Series in 1994, so they've already got some precedent for it. You take away the postseason away from the Astros for the next three years – you, you, no matter how good they are, they could they could win the division and still not go to the playoffs. I think that's that's pretty good punishment. And then you kind of leave it at that. And then if the people can't get you know enough blood uh, circulating from the, from those responses, then I think we've got a bigger problem with society. But to 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 have uh, to encourage an over-under, and to encourage people to bet on it. And then when I, I, I think I put out a tweet about this, I said, please, let's, let's stop making this a story. And you cannot believe the people who responded to this. This says, this is, you know, I think they took the bigger picture and said, this is definitely a story. You say, I understand it's a story, but don't you, you, stop making this a story about betting on players getting hit. I'm, I, it, it, it seems like a simple thing. It's, it's, it's a it's a hole you don't want to go down, and it's just going to make things ugly, and you don't want to see any Marischal Roseboro things going on. And, and that's not what the game's about. And it's and and the other part that's making me laugh in some way and discouraged in others is you see these stories too popping up about how little league teams are taking away Astros from you know their league. Yes. They're not going to let any yes. Astros. <laughs> really, that's where you're going. <laughs> what kind of a lesson are you telling kids? Uh, we, Astros are barred from our league because we're going to show them you know what we think of. <laughs> what does it matter? When I was a kid, my little league team was the Houston was the Colt 45s, the predecessors of the Astros. Do you think I even knew about what a Colt 45 was? I'm going, running around with a you know sponsoring gun basically. I played on Little League teams on the Indians and the Braves. You know, did I think there was any sort of political correctness in, in, in what was involved then? No, but if the parents started taking away those names, then it, I, to me it just kind of shows that they're less mature about this whole thing than the kids are. So uh, what did you think about when you saw odds on this thing? Did you, was your instinct to go lay a bet on this, or was it just to say, where are we, where, where are we going with this thing? Uh, it was not to uh, lay a bet on it because the bottom line, and folks, again, if you don't remember Dickie Thon, he started off with the Angels and everybody thought he was going to be a superstar. Never made that uh, 
realm. And then I think in the mid-80s, as uh, Tom indicated, uh, Mike Torres hit him, and uh, he was never the same after that. And, of course, the Tony Cleary story, just as sad. It had to do with the Angels, too, because uh, hit, yeah, by Jack, yeah. hit, hit by Jack Hamilton ended up playing for the Angels. And then, of course, he was a fine TV uh, sportscaster in San Francisco. I saw him, and I heard him. And then uh, probably, what, 35, something like that, he had a stroke, and uh, I don't think he ever yeah. woke up. And he died a few years later. And right. it, ha- it had to happen. It had to be part- partially, at least, because of uh, being clunked on the head. So um, it's just... No, I wouldn't wager on something like that. And I, and uh, I, I, if I, again, I didn't see it. I don't know if it was for real or just kidding. But if they really put that up in Vegas, then I'm disappointed uh, in that sports book because that's. Uh, and again, be, and also some players have indicated that they're going to do things like that. And these players, the, the Astro player, deserve to be, uh, you know, taken advantage of. And boom, boom, boom. And all you need is one pitcher at 95, 98 miles an hour to hit somebody in the head and. Uh, End of the story. Folks, uh, we'd love your thoughts. Uh, Tom Hoforth, uh, strong opinions as usual. Once in a while, I'll have a strong opinion. Like, I'm going to go buy some more LeVar Ball, uh, big ball uh, <laughs> basketball shoes. Uh, email us at sports. Why do you hate yourself so much? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I want to make him rich or richer. Um, <laughs> I don't blame you. I, we uh, all should make him rich. Because if one of his sons has to go to China to steal, I'm just trying to make it easier for them <laughs> right. to make money. Uh, Sports Fred at AO.com. Sports Fred at AOL.com. Let's switch to basketball and uh, UCLA in particular. Well, folks, we're taping this right now. It's 5 11 on Thursday afternoon. UCLA plays at 7 30. The good news, uh, well, the bad news, they might lose to Utah in Salt Lake. The good news, it's on Fox Sports 1, so Bill Walton will not be doing the game. But uh, you find out last week in Times, uh, your paper, Tom, all kinds of articles, the UCLA Athletic Department is down $20 million under Dan Guerrero, who, of course, uh, will be quitting uh, in May, thank the Lord here. And um, how can you get behind $20 million bucks if you're UCLA? Well, in reading their, their balance sheet, um, it seems that they were bailed out over the last couple of years by by Under Armour, which was their new sponsor. Yes. Yes. Giving them a bonus and giving them payments and, and kind of you know boosting their their pockets. The problem, of course, is them having to pay out severance to coaches. They had to give Jim Mora you know thirteen million dollars, and they had to give Steve Alford four million dollars, and they had to give Cronin another two million dollar signing bonus. And they didn't have the money to cover that, and and they sort of knew well. Okay, we're going to get a loan from you know the central campus, and it's going to, you know. But but Guerrero seems to not even take an interest in having this thing balanced, and in pretty much saying, well, other schools do it. You know, maybe this is the first time in 15 years. You know, this is one of these aberrations. But to you know, and then he then he you know brags about, hey, our budget's went, gone from 42 million in 2002, and now it's 130 million. That's a point of pride. Well. I guess it is, but when when you're counting on um, donors and student fees to sort of keep you afloat, it's it's never going to end well. And and when you have to keep paying for your mistakes with Mora and Alfred and not keeping these guys around, you know, that's going to add up pretty quick. So it's... It's it's kind of interesting that this has all come to light, but being a public school, they have to make these numbers, you know, more transparent. So, and then the fact that the guys that they replace them with are not selling out stadiums and arenas to to, to make up for the the 
the, the deficit here. And, and, you know, maybe some donors are going to kick in, but a lot of donors already kicked in for some of these buyouts. So it, it's, it's, it's a, you know, seeing Dan Guerrero surf away on the wave of red ink, you know, is, <laughs> is not a great legacy he's going to leave here. Sports Biz Believe uh, Sports uh, Media with Tom Hoforth, Los Angeles Times, Sports Business Journal. I'm Fred Wallen. Please email us, uh, sportsfred at AOL.com. And, of course, uh, uh, listen to all the shows on Believe. And uh, we believe, uh, you know, again, we're taping this on Thursday afternoon. Right before the show started, I was watching Wichita State uh, uh, basketball and uh, against USF. And... Um, uh, the play-by-play guy, Rich Wald, is very good. He used to do the Florida Marlins for years. Um, indicated that Wichita State has drawn 10,000 people or more, I think he said, for 220 straight games. Wow. Now, UCLA has drawn 5,000 at Pauley Pavilion. The Bruins have won, last time I checked, 11 national titles. So, so something's going wrong here. And, uh, you know, again, UCLA has won 7 out of 9. I think they'll probably lose Thursday night. Then they'll lose to uh, Colorado on the road. Then they got USC at uh, the Galen Center, where they'll probably lose. And they, in between, they've got a couple of games against Arizona, Arizona State. I don't know. They're probably going to go one and four, or something like that, down the road. They're not going to make the NCAA tournament. A lot of this, as you indicated, Tom, is on Dan Guerrero. He's hired the wrong people. And on the football side, uh, Chip Kelly goes three and nine and four and eight. And again, uh, it's going to be a buyout there if he has another bad season. I would imagine. And, uh, but across town, before we leave you, I think really good news, Tom. And again, uh, I read this this morning. I'm not even sure if you have to see it on, uh, on the web or something. But at USC, the new chancellor or president, whatever, she's indicated that any student whose parents make less than $80,000 a year will be t- tuition free at USC. I'm going to repeat that, folks. Every student whose parents make less than $80,000 a year will be tuition-free at USC. And my first off, from an athletic point of view, physical athletic point of view, football team, they're going to have a lot of walk-ons because, you know, before, you know, you might have 10 or 15 walk-ons on a team. Now you're going to have every kid in high school whose parents don't make uh, $80,000. If they can get into USC uh, academically, it might be a one-on walk-on. You might see 50 walk-ons at USC year after next. So, any comments? Well, I, when I saw that, I thought it was a, just a, a piece of fake news because it doesn't make any sense. But on the, I mean, you, you, given the fact that the student has to qualify by academic standards, yeah, it's yeah, not just let anybody walk in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but but obviously, it is a it is sort of a reaction to the fact that they're involved in this whole you know FBI staying with the. With uh, the students they allowed in as fake athletes, and and there's USC has always been one of these institutions, and 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 I went there, and I I paid all my student loans back in the 80s, and I you pay. Wait a minute, how how can a newspaper writer <laughs> pay it back? Are you cheap? Could. How could you possibly do that? No, it, well because at the at the time it was you know ten thousand dollars a year and you know it adds up to forty thousand dollars after four years and you take student loans and you eventually can pay them back when you you know uh, you know you, you get some property and you sell things and and you pay off loans and things but uh, it, the the way it is now it's insane that I couldn't even think of getting in based on grades nor could I get in based on uh, you know having any sense of idea of how to how to pay back a student loan. 
But I was in that situation where my parents were not well off, and I did get a lot of scholarship money, and I did qualify grade point wise. So you know, I was I was fortunate, and I and I put myself through there, and I and I did everything that I had to do. And I hope this this is more of a sign that USC is, is trying to repent a little bit about you know how how what a mess they've made out of the athletic department with all these issues you know having to to get rid of athletic directors and assistants and all you know just basically cleaning house and starting over again and um, my reaction to still I, I I don't know how this works but you know great idea great PR move it's just you know. There are schools now, though, that that will take. Um, if you if you go to community college and if you want to go to the to another institute, whether Long Beach State or something, sometimes those schools will funnel straight in there. So I, I think people nowadays are taking college as a requirement rather than an option. And to me, that's that that's kind of the state of the way we are. You know, we all want our kids to go to college. When I was going through, you know, middle school and, and high school, I didn't even know what college was about. I didn't know how to apply for college. I didn't. I was the first one who ended up going to college in my family, just the way it was. And so I had to learn all this process. Now it seems like a, a birthright for anybody, any kid, you know, to to want to go to college. And then, if you really want to get a decent job, you got to go to grad school, and then you got to get a master's, and in some cases, and and. It, it's it's the self-perpetuating process that leads to so much student debt and and obviously a big political um, rallying point for some politicians. But um, I, yeah, I, I bless USC for for at least trying to do something different. But I don't I don't see how that's going to fix anything. I don't see how it's going to get better students in there. I don't see how it's you know it's an institution that has probably you know, sequestered itself from the rest of the world for too long, and now this is an effort to sort of make it normalized again and, and be attainable, where in the past I don't think a lot of people thought they could ever go there. So so I, it's it's interesting to see how the, this will react with the student body, but also with athletics, because like you said, the more people who can walk on, the more can participate in, in sports at a fair level playing field. You know, it, it's got to amount to something better. So I, I, I don't see how this is going to, shake out but it's an interesting thing to think about for any school that's in this situation tom holforth i gotta go run out to big five right now and buy a big baller <laughs> brand uh, another pair of shoes so we'll talk to you next week right here on believe and sports you are business a big baller fred you've always been a big baller thank you very much that's tom tom holforth i am fred wallen email us sportsfred at aol.com go out there and spend the 495 make lavar richer because he needs to be richer and uh, i'd like to thank mario for putting the show together and we'll see you next time right here on believe and sports business bye without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.